I'm Josh Wheeler, and this is the Clean Thinking Podcast. DIY can be quite therapeutic um, in terms of, of, of something which is kind of within your skill sets, providing you're, you're confident in your abilities to, to do what you've set about doing and you've planned um, accordingly as well. I don't know if you're like me, but the idea of DIY sends a cold shiver down my spine. There are things that I think I can do and there are things that I know I definitely can't and probably shouldn't even try. And it's it's a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? It's, it's about knowing or understanding when you should try or when you should think about getting the professionals in. Now, I'm joined today on the Clean Thinking podcast by Paul Maguire from Myra Showers. Paul is responsible for ensuring that customers are happy with everything that they've got. So really, we want to find out from Paul what sort of things we should do when it comes to DIY. Thanks for joining us, Paul. Thanks, Josh. So, listen, I have an idea. Um, so when I was younger, uh, my dad was pretty handy. He works in construction. Um, but I never really appreciated or took the time to learn the skills from him. But I now have a business idea that I think I'm going to make my millions from, which is some sort of course where you learn all of the things you need to know about DIY over like a weekend. What do you think? Would you go to it? I think I would, yeah. Would you be one of the instructors? I'd certainly have a go. And I don't have to pay you? That might be negotiable. <laughs> um, you look after kind of the, the customers uh, for, for Myra Showers. Can you tell us a little bit about what that really entails? Um, so my role specifically now looks after installers more so. Um, so just in terms of the communication that we have with installers, which might be plumbers, electricians, um, bathroom um, fitters as well, and just basically ensuring that they know what our products are um, and, and all of the latest innovations that we've got to market. And first and foremost, the fact that they're well-versed in terms of the best installation um, and how to fit them and get the best out of them as well. So when did you start in this space? When What sort of got you into DIY techies in, in that world? Um, specifically, um, having started university and deciding very quickly that it wasn't for me, um, I, I went back to work um, in a family business for my brother-in-law who'd got his own plumbing and heating company. Yeah. Um, and again, it was something that I'd already had experience in from, from a very early age anyway, going and helping him on the weekends, keeping myself out of trouble. Um, <laughs> got myself back into the trade then and learning, um, as I say, across plumbing, heating um, and all of the kind of the associated things that come with that. You can do everything in one go? Um, in terms of tiling or in terms of the whole solution the for the bathroom? The whole solution for the bathroom. Yeah, personally, um, and, and I'm very quick to point out now, it's been uh, a few years having worked <laughs> at, at Myra that I've been off the tools. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to, to as, as somebody might say, is it like riding a bike? Yeah. Um, I told my bathroom recently, and it most certainly isn't. Um, but equally, um, as I say, that, that whole solution is very hard to come by. Did it go wrong, the bathroom? No, it looks lovely. My wife's very pleased. <laughs> I'm sure she is. She's not here, so we can't we can't corroborate that to be sure. We can no. call her in and find out. But no, no, it, I, I, I thought about intentionally doing a bad job so I don't have to do the <laughs> other one. Um. Do you think there are some jobs that we should just kind of leave to professionals? And if so, what what sort of things do you think they might be? I think you're most definitely right there. I think uh, I mentioned a little bit earlier, just in terms of of kind of transferable skills, competence, and confidence. 
Um, I think that there are lots of things which you can most definitely have a go at. Um, but I think if, if you're ever in doubt, it's time to call in the professionals because, first of all, um, <laughs> you might hurt yourself. Um, and similarly, you could invest a fair bit of money and not necessarily get the outcome that you wanted or expected. You mentioned planning. Yes. So so if I think about my bathroom, the thing that I, the thing that I did, I kind of made a Pinterest board about bathrooms that I liked and I liked the um like a black floor a black ceiling and I wanted a, a white those metro tiles yes and that was kind of as far as I went yeah do you think so obviously I faced a bit of problems a few problems when it came to you know the actual end point of the the, the delivery of the bathroom do you think that I almost got the planning a bit wrong potentially I think you started off on the on a good foot. Yeah. Um, I think getting some inspiration, um, picturing not just uh, you know at least in your own mind, but also conveying to your installer and your family as well, rather than surprising them at the end of it, yeah, what yeah. you've got in mind yeah. um, is always a good step. But I think it's it's starting to think a little bit further than them in terms of specification. What size bath? What size shower tray you're going to need? Um, consulting the professionals. You know whether it be um, getting someone in um, from from one of the uh, the large retailers to to do a free of charge kind of um, bathroom specification, um, or even calling in um, a local installer just to talk through what what you're uh, you're anticipating and getting a quote, um, and by doing so as well, you'll probably inform yourself as to whether you you probably should be doing it or not. Yeah. So obviously we've been talking in this podcast about stress. We've seen the rise of things like. Um, jigsaw puzzles and colouring books as a way of busting stress. Do you think that DIY could be a good a good way to get around that? I think you're right. I think DIY can be quite therapeutic um, in terms of, of, of something which is kind of within your skill sets. Um, uh, again, providing you're, you're confident in your abilities to, to do what you've set about doing and you've planned um, accordingly as well. Um, yeah, it, it can be not, you know quite a, a, a good pursuit um, in, in your spare time. You've got obviously got the benefit of, of the uh, the results of all your hard work, um, but similarly the the same uh, the same benefits that can come from colouring can yeah. also be found in painting and some small joinery and DIY pieces. So I remember when I was younger, my dad used to try and get me to get involved with things, and I was too cool too cool to to, to do that stuff. But I wonder if it's like a um, there's a bit of a bonding element you could have. Yeah, I think most definitely. I think it is that that spending quality time with people and passing on the school the skills which you've acquired over over time um to to, to members of your family and and, and friends etc um and there's definitely a bonding piece in there yeah kind of thinking about diy as a whole if you wanted to start out in a really simple position what sort of things would you say to to kind of give a shot at i think um in terms of of, of everyday tasks i think painting's right up there it's, um, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Get your dust sheets down. Um, you can always change the colour afterwards. Um, tiling's a very interesting one. Um, I think, again, competence, confidence. Tiling's something where, whereby if you've got tiles there already um, and, you know, it, it's pretty safe to remove the ones that you've got, there's, there's no real reason why you shouldn't kind of have a go at stuff like that. Um, but again, confidence plays a large part in that. Um, but then other things such as, as kind of, you know, small bits of joinery, skirting boards, architrave, things like that. Hang a door even. Hang a um, door? Hang a door, As yeah. a starting point. Um, I like this confidence that you, you seem to have in me. Yeah, I think it's all about transferable skills. So you deal very closely with um, kind of tradies, right? Yes. One of the big challenges, I think there's even a story out that says that finding a good tradesperson that you can kind of stick with and rely on 
is is harder than delivering Brexit. <laughs> Now, not to get into the subject of Brexit, but we know that that has been challenging, <laughs> right? But but it's kind of true, isn't it? You know how how can we how can we make sure we're getting the right sort of person in? I think word of mouth is you know it's a tried and tested method whereby um, if your parents, your friends, your family have got somebody that they use for for jobs um, year in and year out, it's, it's probably one of the uh, The, the top of my list, which which I would say, um, but then similarly the rise and uh, and rise of some of the review sites nowadays, they're a fantastic way not only for for tradesmen to, and tradeswomen to showcase their work um, and what they can do, um, but for consumers as well to see what other consumers have said about them. And I think if you're thinking about undertaking any work whereby you, you're consulting a professional, um, those are very much the uh, the two starting points which I would advocate. Now I'd like to talk to you about the Myra Showers Beat Showerhead. It brings a new level of relaxation to your showering experience. From soothing and relaxing to powerful and invigorating. Find the spray to suit your mood. Rain, rain plus, burst and storm. Myra Showers is offering an exclusive discount to Clean Thinking listeners. Just enter Clean Thinking at the myrashowers.co.uk checkout. Discover more at myrashowers.co.uk. Now, there's been a lot of discussion about millennials when it comes to DIY. What's your thought? Do you think that millennials are too lazy? Do they not know how to do it? Are they not learning? And I'm probably a good example of this, right? What, what's, what's going wrong, do you think? I think um, you, your point a little bit earlier on, um, Josh, just in terms of kind of spending time with your parents or somebody else who's going to kind of pass on those skills. Um, there, there's certainly a piece nowadays where DIY is, is, is definitely... Um, not as popular as it once was um probably more so because the access to services um and and, and kind of trades people to do this is probably um greater than it ever was um in not not necessarily through supply but certainly in terms of research and the means in which to get them there by all of these review sites um and things like that as well i think it's because people are better informed now um they'll often um look at, at the comparable cost of getting a professional in and getting it done right first time or the potential risk of ending up without a bath for a whole week do we need to take more steps as a kind of a customer to check out accreditations Most definitely. Um, I mentioned a little bit earlier, if you are, you know, planning on undertaking work, particularly with gas or electric involved, um, I would always advocate that you um, you check out that person's credentials, such as things such as the gas safe register and some of the electrical bodies um, allow you to do that. Find out um, and check that that, that person is, is actually registered with those professional bodies. We will keep ourselves in healthy nick. We'll keep an eye on ourselves, you know, go to the doctor if we need to, to check anything out. Is there anything we need to be doing almost like on a daily or weekly basis to just keep our homes in order? Do we need to have like a like a checklist? Do you have anything like that? Yeah, I think just what one of the things nowadays is 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 maintenance. I think people are much more aware of, of the importance of maintenance of everything. You, you know, critical to get your car serviced as much as it is critical to get your boiler serviced, for instance. Um, and there's lots of things that you can kind of in and around the home to just kind of maintain stuff um i think that the, the largest piece in the main is that you know the, the small investment in time in maintaining anything um is always going to cost you significantly less over time than a big investment in replacing it yeah um so i think you know particularly within the bathroom space i think just just keeping um the sharing areas the bathing areas clean um any residual water wiped away with the squeegee etc um and it stops that build up then of residual water which then can sometimes lead to silicon staining and things like that how often do you squeegee your shower 
I'm a bit of an LCD okay. geek. Um, so every time I finish in the, in the shower, I do squeegee the glass down. Um, <laughs> every it's, time? It's, it's, it's something, I think probably having fitted it, uh, it, it means more to me than anybody else in the house. Um, but yeah, my wife just complains that it's a shame that it doesn't extend to all the parts of the house. I was going to say, can I just check? You, you said there that it means more to you than anyone else in the house. So the shower screen is more important to you than your family. Is my wife listening to this, Josh? Now, the shower screen definitely means more to me than anybody else regards that in their life. I suppose when you, you know, when you... But it's, it's funny, isn't it? Because when you feel that sense of pride at almost building something that, you know, you use day in, day out, you do want to look after it more, don't you? I think I think that's it. And I think that's sometimes the draw to, to, to DIY. There's certainly tasks that I've done over the years, which... Um, They've not necessarily been the finest of results, but because I've spent the time to do it, I've persevered with the idiosyncrasies with it because I did it and nobody else did. You know, why do you think there is this sense of like stress when it comes to DIY? Why do you think, so like the idea of doing something, you know, I'll sit and watch YouTube tutorials and I'll kind of be thinking and, you know, almost obsessing about what I need to do. Do you think that's right? Or, or are we just being a bit over the top, do you think? I think it's all down to comfort zones. Okay. We see all of these kind of cliche pieces out there of, you know, push yourself and, and uh, you know, get out of that comfort zone. And I think DIY is probably one of those areas um, with, with some of the less risky tasks where actually, you know, we should encourage ourselves to do things differently. Um, you know, just invest in a little bit of time, learn the new skill. We might enjoy it. We, we might not. Yeah. Um, but similarly... If you're um, if you're a little bit about little bit nervous about something, um, it's better than being sat on the sofa. Um, ah, of course. And also, if you're a bit nervous, you'll probably take more time and care to do it as opposed to rushing it. Although when we um, when we moved in, we painted um, the house, and I did it with my father-in-law, and I seemed to be much quicker than he was and so he was making the point that I was perhaps not taking as much care and attention and cutting in. He was obsessed with this cutting in thing than he was yeah i would agree with that cutting is a dark art um and and as much as i would say um that that diy maybe is my forte yeah um cutting in is something that um is acquired with age um ah. it's, it's patience is a virtue yeah I um, love that. and it, it could never be said um uh, you know any more applicable than to cutting in um, and much like yourself josh cutting in is definitely not my forte ah. it's you need a special brush don't you and it's you just it's i'm, I'm kind of doing it with my hand now it's it's a special brush and it's like flick motions there's definitely a technique listen before we go i um i've done a bit of research to try and find out what some of the big problems that we face are and i want to chuck them at you as our kind of resident DIY expert to almost say do you know what what could we do um to try and fix this or whether we should even try so like these these are things that um we're facing as major problems the first one is what are the steps we should take to hang a picture and then secondly if we're taking out a picture and we've got a picture hole how do what do we do over with a little knife leave it a little bit proud and you can always rub that down with some sandpaper and paint it up again one of the things that we say we get stuck with in a uh, challenge with is locks that get stuck so like window locks that are really kind of difficult to open what would you do there I think with locks particularly, it's just about maintenance again. You talked a little bit earlier about maintenance. So just making sure that you use a suitable kind of uh, multi-purpose oil or something like in very liberal usage, um, <laughs> I might add, um, just to ensure that it, it, it reduces that possibility of it seizing. Okay. Um, gutters leaking. Leaking gutters. Um, the thing is with gutters, um, as, as simplistic as they are, they tend to be very high. Um, so I think there's there's... 
a cautionary tale really about any piece of DIY um, is about keeping yourself safe. It's not worth saving yourself 50 quid by cleaning your own gutters out if you need three months off work. Yeah, no. Um, so I think with, with gutters, um, definitely, if they're at height, definitely worth calling in the professionals for that. Low water pressure. Low water pressure is an interesting one. Um, we had low gas pressure at home recently um, and we realised that my wife um, had, had thrown all the washing up um, out of the dishwasher straight into the cupboard and turned the gas pipe off to the hob. Um, so after, absolutely fine. <laughs> so we didn't have low gas pressure at all. It was just the fact that it was turned off slightly. Um, and I think that's um, one with low water pressure to check as well. Is the stop tap open? So stop taps normally found where the water ent enters the property under your kitchen sink mainly. Make sure the uh, the stop taps open first fully, um, and then if you're still having problems, it's always worth before you start getting the tools out or calling the plumber, just to call your local water company, okay, um, Seven Trent Thames Water, whoever that might be, and just to ask if the water pressure, if there's a problem in your area. Well, so it could be effect. It could be that there's a like a network issue as opposed to just your place. Yeah, it's very often the case there um, where regionally or, or even in small neighbourhoods, if the uh, the water companies are conducting work um, on, in the road at any one point, they might have to turn down the pressure, re-divert the, uh, the wow. water away from certain areas um, so as to alleviate any any pressures for them while they do the work. See, I've just got this image of sort of old Victorian sewers, just that everything's just flowing around. It's got nothing to do with like buttons that people are pressing in an office somewhere. Leaking taps. Yep, leaking taps. Um, there's so many different varieties of taps nowadays. Um, gone are the days now, um, you know, and, and I remember, you know, even before I got into the plumbing trade, um, gone are the days where my dad used to get his box of uh, tap washers out and fix it himself. Um, I think there are ceramic cartridges, there are single lever thermostatic um, taps, showers and, and cartridges and things like that. So I think if you are in any doubt with kind of a leaking tap, um, then I would call a plumber for that as well, if I'm completely honest. 